We are in First John chapter 5 and verse 4. I'm too excited if we continue singing, we'll sing until, until we are done. <laughs> Glory be to God. First John chapter 5 and verse 4. My topic is have faith in God. Have faith in God. Part 2, part 3. I don't know. The other one was confidence in God. In Jesus' name. Alright. Are you ready for the word of God? Yes. God will speak to you in a very spectacular way. Here. You don't come to a service. You come to a place of vaccination. This is vaccination center. You are vaccinated with the spirit of faith. Spirit of victory. Spirit of healing. And you are also converted into becoming a miracle worker. Can I hear somebody say hallelujah? So this is not a church. No. This is something. This is a church, but it's something that is, that is deep. First John 5 and verse 4. Can we read it together? One to go. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Wow. This is what overcomes the world. Our faith. Our faith has the capacity to overcome the world. So today receive the overcomer's anointing. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Father, speak to us. Let your anointing flow in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of the living God. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. This scripture means that our victory is made available through faith. That we overcome all things in this world by the force of faith. Uh-huh. And when I talk about all things, I'm talking about sickness. I'm talking about curses. I'm talking about death. I'm talking about poverty. It means that by the force of faith, you rise above the circumstances of this world. By the force of faith. You rise above the challenges of this world by the force of faith. I want to show you what faith can do. Highly summarized version of what faith can do. Give me Hebrews 11, 30 to 35. Hebrews 11, 30 to 35. The Bible says, Aha. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. That's there. Aha. Continue. By faith the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had deceived the spies with peace. Aha. And what more shall I say? What more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and what? Samson and Jephthah, mm-hmm. also of David and Samuel and the prophets, mm-hmm. who through faith subdued kingdoms, mm-hmm. worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, and turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Mm-hmm. 35. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Can you see what the force of faith is able to do? Bring down wars. Brothers and sisters, any war that is standing on your way, by the force of faith, I command it to be buried in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Look at that. Preserved men from destruction. Faith. Empower men to subdue, overcome, to conquer kingdoms. The word subdue is to overcome and to conquer. Look at what faith can do. Work righteousness. That means by faith, men are able to work with God. Above fornication, above immorality. They worked with God by the force of faith. Obtained promises. Stopped the mouths of lions. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you've done. You may study animal as badly. You can also study how training animal behavior. But you cannot enter into the den of the lion. But hear me. Through faith, they stopped the mouth of lions. They quenched fires. Mm. Men escaped destructions by the sword. Weakness was turned to strength. In other words, men that were weak became men that strong because of faith. Every weakness in anyone here, today I command that weakness to die in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive strength from your inner man. Can I hear somebody say amen? The Bible says cowards were turned to strong men in battle. Men began to terrorize their enemies. Their children came back to life. Oh, by the force of faith. The summary of this is to say that any exploits as a believer, any exploits that you're going to do that will accompany your life must be done by the force of faith. It is only possible by the force of faith. And by faith, you can conquer any mountain. By faith, you can face any challenge. By faith, you can break down every wall. The Bible says it teaches us to war. It teaches us to, to, to war and, and, and our fingers to butter. By faith, you can win that challenge that is facing you. By faith, you can frustrate every frustration and discourage every discouragement. By faith, you can rise above every battle of your life. Can I hear somebody say amen? Somebody say, I'm rising above it. I'm rising above it. By faith. By faith. By faith, you are, you are buying your car. By faith, you are moving to your own house. By faith, you shall pay your bills. By faith, you will survive. You will make it in Nairobi. You're not going back to Karachuonyo. <laughs> Somebody say, I'm here. Yeah. And I'm going to win. And I'm going to prosper, going to prosper. By, faith. by faith. By faith we are going to our 5.8 acres in the name of Jesus. Yes. We'll build God a cathedral. Yes. By faith we've gotten two trucks. Yes. That eight more are coming. Oh. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus. By faith. By faith you shall buy life. By faith you shall walk with God. By faith the challenge that is facing you shall be totally abolished in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. amen. Faith is not just something that is just a figment of our imagination faith is powerful now let me give you some more facts about faith last sunday i gave you a few today allow me to give you some more number one faith is a spiritual reality faith is not a belief system faith is not positive thinking Faith is not the law of attraction. Faith cannot be understood logically. Faith is not explainable scientifically. 
faith is a spiritual reality. I know some, some of you, you've gone to so many uh, 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 motivational speakers and they do an exciting, amazing job. But faith is not motivation. Faith is a spiritual reality. Faith is not encouragement. That's why in the house of God, though the word of God is motivating by itself, our work is not to motivate, it's to preach the word of faith. Can I hear somebody say amen? Aha. Now what do you mean, pastor? Let me show you from Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 5. Ecclesiastes 11 and verse 5. The scripture says, Just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb. Just the same way you can't understand how a baby grows in the mother's womb. So that you, you, that, that you, you see the mother, the mother as, you've never seen the mother eat, eat hair. You've never seen the mother eat bones. Never seen the mother eat some finger nails. And you've never seen the mother eat some, some do some gravels. Never seen the mother eat something like the teeth. But yet the baby will come out with hair. Come on. It's a miracle. All the ladies, I salute you. All the ladies are miracle workers in the house. Yes. If you're next to a lady, tell her, I salute you. I salute you. <laughs> are we together? Yes. The same way. You can't understand the miracle of a baby being born in the mother's womb. So, so you, you cannot, cannot understand the activity of God you, who does all things. You can't understand the activities of God. God has not called you to understand Him. God has called you to believe Him. Can I hear somebody say Amen? So I know sometimes faith will, will boggle your mind. Faith will, will give you some kind of a challenge because logically i don't have money logically i'm 45 how do i get married faith is not logical faith is a spiritual reality that means it delivers his results supernaturally can i hear somebody say amen just the other day my daughter came and was not feeling well she came and told me daddy i have a very striking, ridiculous headache. Hey! I told her, come here, diary. Kneel down. It's, it's quick. For me, it's quick. For me, it's not. Where is Panadol? For me, it's not. Where is headaches? It's not, where is Maramoja? That's not my idea. The first thing, the first thing in my mind, kneel down. Then I said, because I, I'm, I'm in that place where I'm intoxicated with the reality of it took away my sickness. I say in the name of Jesus. What are you doing here, Mr. Sickness? I command you by the power and the force of faith. Get out in Jesus' name. I did it so aggressively. And I told her you're healed. She went out there, puked. And I knew that was a serious deliverance. Puked. Then she came back and, and said, it's totally gone. Not, not a single trace of the same. You can't explain that. You can't explain that. I don't even want to think about it or try to understand it. It's beyond understanding. It's not logical. Because faith delivers its results supernaturally. Somebody say, it is supernatural. supernatural. You shall rise supernaturally. You shall move forward supernaturally. 
Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. This church will continue to grow supernaturally. Amen. Your finances are growing supernaturally. Amen. Hey, number two. Faith is not head knowledge. Faith is heart knowledge. Romans 10 and verse 10. Romans 10 and verse 10. The Bible says, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. That's all I need. For it is with your heart that you believe. It is with your heart that you believe. Listen, the reason why many people, <laughs> many people are not able to manifest faith because their faith is in the mind. Yeah, their faith is in the mind. This is what happens. Give me the scriptures. Give me the Bible. Come stand here, sir. Come stand here. This is how we are. Face, face the people. This is how we read the Bible. And this is, why, this is why most of the faith in people's life don't bear fruits because it's in the head. It's called memory verse. Memory verse is powerful. But until it drops into your spirit, it can never become revelation. When it becomes revelation, it will bear supernatural fruits. This is how we read the Bible. And it's beautiful. The Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. So you read, read, read. Read, read, read. And then you say, wow. I finished the Bible. <laughs> I finished the Bible. But listen, it's, you know, I, it's equivalent, assuming this, this food on all these seats. There is eggs. There is pork. There is chips. What were chips? There is what? Fish. There is what? Chicken. And then you just come. Look. 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 Guess what? By the end in the evening, you'll be so hungry. Some of us will never saw it. We'll be in the same dimension, the same level. Yeah. You, in fact, you'll be more hungry because you saw it, but you never ate it. Am I communicating? But this is what we call faith getting into your heart. When you get to a particular scripture, it hits your spirit. Then you pick it and you begin to meditate on it. You are eating it. Come on, somebody. Ah, you, the Bible is like your checking menu. Everything you're checking, checking, checking. But then you locate one. It hits your spirit. By the stripes of Jesus, you are here. And then you begin to meditate on it. You begin to pray it. It's equivalent to taking chicken and beginning to eat. That is what we call meditation. You begin to eat it. You begin to eat it. You begin to eat it. Eventually, guess what? Even your skin becomes more beautiful. Even your, you begin to feel strong. Why? Because it has entered into the heart. If it sticks with the eyes, it cannot make you fool. If the word of God sticks in the head, it can never bear fruits. It might get into your heart. Meditate. Let the revelation get into your heart. Then you can tell the devil, get lost. Can I hear somebody say amen? God bless you, sir. Amen. Am I communicating? So it is not head knowledge. Yeah. And that's when, if it sinks in your heart, it will begin to dominate every part of your life. It dominates your speech. 
The reason why some people will say some things because it's not in your heart. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Me, I, don't, I can't say that I'm sick. No. I can't say we are finished. I can't say that. Because of the deposit of the revelations in my spirit. Most of the times I talk to people, I keep on correcting them. Don't say that again. I say, oh, sorry. Don't say that. You don't say that. You don't say that. You don't say that. But some of you, you say it accidentally. Why? Because the deposits in your heart is still not fully the word of God. There's too much circumstances and world in your heart. You need the word to settle in your heart and then your confessions will be victory. Somebody say, I'm rising. Someone, someone say, I'm overcoming. I'm overcoming. When it is in your heart, it dominates every part of your life. It dominates the way you walk. It dominates the way you talk. It dominates the way you carry yourself. It dominates the way you relate with people. It is settled in your spirit. It is not head knowledge. It is heart knowledge. Can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. Are you still here? <laughs> Glory be to God. If you're hearing God, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number three. Faith invokes the hand of God. Faith invokes the hand of God. Isaiah 53 and verse 1. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Aha. Who has believed our reports? And in whose the hand of God is revealed? When you believe the report of God, the arm of God is revealed. This is how it works. The moment you believe a particular scripture, you commit God to act on that scripture. You commit God to act on that scripture. The moment one word hits your spirit, God is committed to make that word a reality. I'm teaching you the victory that overcomes the world. Can I hear somebody say amen? The victory. I told you how I woke up in the morning and my head was paralyzed. Yeah, I'm sure there's a deeper mystery God was to reveal to me. That must have been a wicked attack, a wicked agenda. But let me tell you, I reduced that agenda into nonsense by the force of faith. Yeah, into nonsense. It's as if it never existed. I just hit my head. I say, in the name of Jesus, receive life. Guess what? It is the force of faith that overcomes the arrows of the enemy. Haven't you read, take the shield of faith that you may withstand the arrows of the enemy. So faith is a shield. It shields you. It forms an umbrella. Kalina Masola Palatuza Receive the spirit of faith. I say receive the spirit of faith. For the rest of your life, no devil shall challenge you. Yes. May you always rise up above every devil in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, yes! Yes. So hear me, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. Faith commits the very hand of God to act. You remember the four men that brought the paralyzed man? The Bible says, when he saw their faith, he acted. If God can see your faith, he will act. When he sees your faith, it commits him to act. 
That's why, brothers and sisters, we do the things we do. We want to show God we have faith. We have faith. That's why we say the thing we say. We are telling God we have faith. Because if God can see your faith, your faith commits God to act. Can I hear somebody say amen? You are rising. I say you are rising. Amen. Let me tell you, in this life, it's from glory to glory. Yes. And from level to level. Yes. Whether the devil likes it or not, you shall never go down. Yes. Whether your witches gather or not, you shall never go down. Yes. The hand of God will keep you shining. Yes. Somebody say, it's by faith. It's by faith. Mm-hmm. Aha. Listen, this is powerful. Let me show you something about the woman with the issues of blood. It was an issue. I mean, it's... it's, it's it's the woman with the issue of blood. But they became issues. Luke 8, 45 to 48. Let me show you something. This is powerful. And Jesus said, And who, Jesus said, Who touched me? Who touched me? When all denied it, uh-huh. Peter and those with him said, Master. Master! The multitude what are you trying to say? Everybody is thronging you. And press you. And pressing. And you say, who touched me? And you say, you ask a rhetoric question, who touched you? But Jesus said, But Jesus said, Somebody touched me. Somebody, somebody. Somebody say somebody. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. 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 Somebody will do something today. Yes. Somebody will touch the master. Yes. Your faith will touch Jesus in a special way. Uh-huh. He says, somebody. All these people are touching me. Mm-hmm. But I recognize somebody's touch. Everybody is touching me. Mm. But there's a particular touch that I recognize. Mm-hmm. Somebody touched me. Mm. Aha. For I perceive power going For I perceive me. this touch provoked the flow of virtue. Come on. This one, this kind of touch provoked the flow of virtue. Let me show you. Jesus explained it later. Continue. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, uh-huh. she, came trembling she came trembling and falling down and before falling him. Down, uh-huh. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she, she began to explain herself. And, she was, and how she was healed immediately. And how she was healed. And he said to her, and he said to her daughter, daughter, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Your faith has made you it well. It is not the touch that made Go you well. It is not the touch that made you well. Uh-huh. It is your faith that made you well. Come on. It is not the touch that made you well. It is your faith that made you well. <laughs> he said, don't worry. I recognize you didn't touch me. It is faith that touched me. If you start there behind, you will see that every day she used to say, if I may touch the hem of his garment. Every day she will wake up and say, ah, if I can only touch the hem of his garment. And faith was building. If you read somewhere in the Bible, it was actually discovered that the oil of the priest was heaviest at the hem. So she must have read the Bible. And she discovered there's something about the hem of the priest. And that formed faith in her spirit. And then she said, if I can touch that hem, ah, something will happen. And as she was touching, her faith was solid. Hear me? It is your faith that will make you well. It's your faith that will break that marital barrier. It is your faith that will cause your business to go to the next level. Today, receive the vaccination of faith. Yes. I say receive the vaccination of faith. Yes. Don't worry about your enemies. Just have enough faith. Your enemies will kill themselves on their own. (laughs) They'll strangle themselves with their wickedness. Because the force of faith... (laughs) 
Ah, will secure your victory. Somebody say, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I communicating to somebody? Oh, yeah. Is somebody hearing the voice of God? Yes. As I'm speaking right now, I rebuke every sickness and disease. Yes. I rebuke every depression, anxiety, and worry. Yeah. I decree by the force of faith, you are free. free. You are free to be happy. Every spirit of suicide is arrested and abolished. Receives strength from the inner man. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Somebody say, yes. Yes. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It is the faith that triggers the flow of virtue. So when I lay my hands upon my daughter, it was faith. It's not just prayer, it's faith. When that testimony we had, that she went to pray for the niece, it was not a prayer. The prayer was just the catalyst, the transporting system for the force of faith. Your giving can become the transporting system for the expression of faith. And what heals? Somebody was giving me a testimony. We didn't read it. It's one of the testimonies that happened on Sunday. As I was demonstrating how he took away sickness, somebody was having a ridiculous headache. Hmm. Somebody said he took it away. Took it away. So what is it? What is it doing in your in your head? It's a lie. And so. That revelation hit him so because the entire previous night on Saturday, he had that ridiculous headache. Woke up on Sunday morning, the headache was worse. During worship, it was unbearable. But the moment it got to this dimension of the revelation, all of a sudden, his spirit caught something. He got angry. The moment he got angry, the pain went. You see, you're too happy. You're too happy. You're too comfortable with evil. You need to get angry. Sometimes faith comes through anger. One day I was so sick in Kenya Medical Training College, room 129. Um, hostel Ruenzori. Ruenzori or Soweto. I think Soweto or Ruenzori, something like that. And I was there, feeling so sick. I'm the assistant chairman of the Christian Union. Sick. I'm supposed to go and lead the meeting. I, can't, I feel I can't even get out of bed. Then a vaccination entered me. That by his stripes I'm healed. I mean, I, I, I mean, it was just amazing. And I remember from the bed I jumped. I jumped up. And I went, opened my wardrobe and changed. And ran down the stairs to the pharmacy hall where you used to meet. Let me tell you, it was after the meeting I remembered, oh, there was sickness in my body some time back. You shall forget your, any wickedness in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall forget that pain forever in the name of Jesus Christ. You just remember after the service, what was troubling me has been abolished in Jesus' name. Amen. Then I discovered what happened. It was anchor of faith. It was anchor of faith. One day we used to take a lot of turungi in my house. It's like Pastor Shalit was anointed for turungi. It was a turunki anointing. No milk. It's like all the cows in East and Central Africa had gone on strike. Every time turunki, turunki. With all this mantle of the anointing. It's an abuse of grace. Somebody says it's an abuse of grace. Now remember, this time it was not me that was visited. It was Pastor Shalit. What did you do, woman of God? I got so angry with the tea. 
Yes. You got so angry with the tea or the devil? Yes. The tea or the devil? The tea. The tea, the tea, the tea. And then? I decided in this house, we will never cook black tea. We'll never cook black tea. I didn't care where we will ever get milk, but I just said we will never make tea. We said in that house, no black tea. Whatever it takes, even if rabbits will begin to give milk, chickens will begin to give milk. As far as we are concerned, Kaluta Parato Paratiza Parata, Shemende Repele, no black tea. From that day until tomorrow, they have never, from that day actually, people began to be ordered to bring milk in, our, in my house. Somebody actually took over our milk in the house. And it's been series after series after series. God was waiting for our faith, for his hand to manifest. Hey! Some of you are so comfortable with evil. So comfortable with the patterns of defeat. But today, that pattern is cancelled in Jesus' name. By the force of faith, I decree a turn around. Somebody shout, by faith! By faith! Sometimes faith comes through anger. You get so angry, my friend. You get so angry. And you scream in the house, never again. I don't know what is happening in your house that is out of order. But today I declare never again. Never again. After this service, never again. Yes. After this service, that cycle is cancelled. Yes. That evil is assassinated. Yes. That demonic agenda is buried. Yes. Somebody shout, yes! Yes! God was waiting to see faith. Was waiting to see faith. Yes. Was waiting to see faith. I remember, let me tell you, one day, I, I had only one trouser. One or two. And I, I didn't like that arrangement of one trouser or two trousers. So I remember one day, and my brother used to wear very nice. My brother was born again, and then he came back, of course, got born again again. But he was a very smart gentleman. And I used to admire him. I remember one day, I went behind someone and I told God, God, this issue of one trouser, two trousers, it's not, I like the shangwe. Are we together? I like the shangwe. I like the nini? I like the shangwe. And I remember I told God, God, I, 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 this must change. That time I was in form four or form three or after form four, something like that. And I remember I came from my prayer closet. Prayer closet. Came out. My brother, like, after one hour, gave me four brand new trousers. I never spoke to him. He called me, bro, come. I want to give you trousers. I said, huh? I said, huh? Mbaka ni kasema, sininkesema hata shati ya isleti shangwa. Today I decree a change of your wardrobe. Yes. I decree a change of your wardrobe. Yes. In the name of Jesus. All the ladies receive new shoes. Yes. Receive wonderful shoes. Receive wonderful hair. Today receive new pieces, new wonderful wigs. New hair, new hairstyle, new makeup, parando, satalia, makeup kit. I don't know the best there is. Receive it in the name of Jesus. 
Now you think I'm, God is concerned with our personal life. He wants to beautify your life. So this week, receive testimonies in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you've got to be angry. Yeah, it's called forces of faith. It delivers its resource supernaturally. Can I hear somebody say amen? All of you that are tired of walking, receive your car. I receive. I say receive your car. I receive. Receive your car. I receive. Whatever must happen, must happen. Imam. Receive your car. I receive. I put pressure on the system of the world. To release your possession in the name of Jesus. I put pressure on the systems of the world. To receive your money in the name of Jesus. It's the force of faith. It's the force of faith. I can give you stories and stories. But it's amazing. Number four. Faith impacts in you divine nature. Faith impacts in you divine nature nature. This is powerful. And I think that's where we're going to conclude. My God. Imparts in you divine nature. Give me Second Peter 1 and verse 4. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through this you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Listen to this. This is important. I told you this is not a normal church service. I want to, you to get so pregnant with the word of God. And to become so radical in the things of God. Until your life will begin to shine. So this is what happens. Are you all listening? If you're listening, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at that. The Bible says, and because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious, talk to me, promises. What happens? These are These the are promises, promises that do what? Enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desire. I'll tell you what happens. Every promise in this book has divine nature in it. Are you still here? Every, every verse here in this book has divine nature, has supernatural locked up in it. But then, when you read, when you read it, you can read, like I said, you can read the book as a, this Bible is a novel. And, and you're done. But then, whatever you believe, if you believe one, Isaiah 54, verse 17, pop! The divine nature in that scripture becomes your reality. Okay? If you believe, that he says, I'll command angels to watch over you. Immediately, the divinity in that scripture communicates to heaven for angels to be, to be released in your life in a new way. So every scripture has a divine nature in it. For example, give me Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. If you believe it, what will happen is, if somebody tries to attack you, a particular force, the shield released by this scripture makes it impossible for their weapons to prosper over you. So they can attack one, two, three. When it comes to you, they jump over you. Because there's a shield that is created by the divinity locked up in this scripture. 
Every scripture is like a capsule. You remember capsule? The drugs we used to take capsule. You swallow. Then it, if it opens in your mouth, you're in trouble. But you swallow. Yeah? That's how the scripture is. It contains content. The divine nature is in every scripture. When you believe it, the divine nature is uncovered and becomes your reality. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. This young man works in many divine realities. Serious divine realities. <laughs> Serious divine realities. That's why when I say I can't get corona, I can't get cancer, I can it's not encouragement. Oh, please. Let's be serious. It's not the law of attraction. It's not motivational speaking. It's not optimism. Opti, opti what? Optimism. No. No. There is a strong basis. It's the divinity in the world that I've seen in the scriptures that has become my personal reality. Can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. Are you still here? Yeah. If you're here, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor. It doesn't matter who goes down. Your case is different. Look at somebody next to you. Tell them, it doesn't matter. The battle in our country. Your reality is different. Check someone behind you that has more faith. Tell them, haha. From today, you rise higher. No matter the battle you brought into the house of God. Victory is on your side. Glory is on your side. Favor is on your side. That is your reality. Tell them who must hear. You know, one day I was, and I've given you the story how I heard Joshua 1 5. Joshua 1 5 came to me as a reality. No man shall be able to be able to stand before you all the days of your life. I say, ah, I'm sorted. He didn't even say, no man shall stand before you this year. He said, all the days of my life. I believe that. That's my reality. So if you're serious standing be, beside me, the angel of God will carry you. Eh? And drop you in Kampala. Carry you out of the way. It's called spiritual reality. Can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. And every time as I got to face something and I know I'm going to face somebody... I say in the name of Jesus, Father, you promised I established that in my... Because every time you confess it, you establish it in your personal life. It's powerful. Hey! No man shall be able to withstand me. So when I used to do interviews, when I used to do interviews, I used to tell my dad in here that if somebody, if I go for an interview and we meet, look for another job. If we meet in an interview and I like the job, just look for another job. Because I don't fail interviews. I used to say that. I don't fail interviews. Yeah, I don't fail interviews. Let me tell you. And I'll give you the secret. You see, when I declare it with conviction, I affirm it as a reality in my life. <laughs> and we went somewhere. And I've given you this story. Went somewhere. Nairobi bought us. And we were several people. And we were discussing there. You have worked how many times? How many years? Five years experience. And you? Three years experience. And you? Six months experience. They asked me, and me? I just came out of college. Then they asked, have you done computer? I said, yes. We have done computer for the last G. Widows, MS, and what? 
and you? I've done also computers for the last one. They asked me, and you? The Lord is my help and my salvation. Hallelujah. But after the interview, when they were calling the one who has won, they said, Daniel, come in. So I was just looking at them, widows. God bless your widows. <laughs> Somebody say, by faith. by faith. I stand here by the mantle of grace and I declare, by faith you shall be preferred. Yes. I say by faith you shall be more qualified than everybody else. Yes. They will prefer you over every other competitor. Yes. Customers will prefer your products in the name of Jesus. Yes. Somebody shall by faith. By faith. There are forces that operate in the life of a person that operates by the mantle of faith. They are realities, spiritual realities, but they are supernatural. So you can't quantify, you can't scientifically explain them. It's fantastic. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. Let me give you another, my, another reality that I have. Can I give it to you? As I give it to you, it becomes your reality. Yes. Proverbs 3, 25 to 26. Proverbs 3, 25 to 26. Do not be afraid of sudden terror. Do not be afraid of sudden terror. Nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. He said, don't be afraid of this sudden, strain from Yidia, strain for a sudden terror. Don't be afraid of them. Don't don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of them. So I'm not afraid of anything. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. One day I was given some terrible plan concerning this church. I'll tell you some stories. I'll only tell you when we go to the cathedral. Because they are sensitive. But I remember I told my team, let's gather. Let's gather in prayer. Let's pray. If I tell you what happened, you'll be surprised. After we prayed. Hear me. Don't be afraid of sudden terror. Don't be afraid of sudden terror. It's a reality if you believe it. Yeah. If you believe it, that is how it is. It's to become your personal reality. Can I hear somebody say amen? Today, by the grace and the mantle of grace, I come against the spirit of fear. Every spirit of fear is arrested in the name of Jesus Christ. Some of you have been walking around fearing corona, fearing everything else. Today I decree that spirit is arrested. Yes. From today you shall fear no evil. Yes. You shall fear no accident. Yes. You shall fear no death. Yes. You shall not fear any witchcraft. Yes. Some of you, you cannot go to the up country. The last time we went to the up country was when? Before we, we, we inaugurated President, the late President Moy. That was the last time. Because you fear witches. And I know there's a place of wisdom. But hear me. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Yes. It's not fear. You know one day, I'll give you a story. A man of God, I was listening to this story. <laughs> a gentleman was hugged by a pastor. I-, I will show you how God can respect even faith that looks stupid to human understanding. Was hugged by a pastor. Then, the following week or thereabout, he went to the upcountry. And then there's a particular witch that is known. Literally, if they greet you, you die. And many people have, they have enough, enough history, proven history of the same. And he had, that witch had, I think he's a member of the family, had the brother is in the house and he was doing well financially. So the witch came. And the mother told the brother, listen, this man has said he's coming to say hello to you. Please don't shake his hand. He said, ah, I don't shake his head. 
So he remembered the suit he was wearing when the pastor hugged him. He wore that suit. So when the witch came, the witch, a true story by the way, I'm giving you a true story. I can send you the video. I mean, the, the witch wanted to greet him, but the man refused. He hugged the witch. <laughs> he hugged him. When he hugged him, the witch went back. You know the statement he said? He said, I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake and he left. Shortly, a few days later, he died. A few days later, he died. The confession of this man was the mantle upon my pastor is upon me. Yeah, the mantle upon my pastor is upon me. And this evil must come to an end. As they were giving the testimony, they were preparing for the value of the witch. Hear me. Anybody that has vowed you are going to go down, they will occupy their own grave. They will occupy their own grave. You know, there are so many satanic agents that are even sent to this church. If you are one of them, be careful. Because hear me, I will advise you not to kiss fire. If you kiss fire, your lips will never recover the kiss. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. And hear me, every son and daughter of this house, you carry fire. I say you carry fire. I say you carry fire. When you go to the marketplace, manifest fire. When you go to your family, manifest fire. When you go to your village, manifest fire. Somebody shout fire. Somebody shout fire. Fire. I know they are sent. They are sent and they are welcome. They are welcome. But make sure you are careful. Don't step your right. <laughs> because I advise you not to kiss what? Because if you kiss fire, your lips will never recover the kiss. <laughs> Glory be to God. From today, fear is arrested. Yes. Receive the boldness of the lion. Yes. Receive the power of the lion. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody say amen? I give you the, let me give you the last one. This is important. Faith will supernaturally establish what God says and overthrow any other contrary report. Faith will supernaturally establish what God says and overthrow any other contrary report. This is another bomb God dropped to me the other day. Lamentation 337. Who is he who speaks? Now I don't read the Bible. I eat the Bible. I don't read it. I eat it. Reading is like doing, uh, checking what is there. Me, I eat. Whatever comes and I feel, this is, I, I, I eat it until the life of that enters me. This is it. He who speaks, uh-huh. read. Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? So listen to this. Are you all listening? This is how we conclude. Who has seen that says a thing and it comes to pass? If the Lord has not commanded it. God told me, listen son, every time you hear a report, ask who said it. If it is not God, it's not, it's not, it's not truth, it's a lie. Every time you receive a report, ask who said it. If it is not God, don't believe it. It is a lie. Who has seen that speaks a thing and it comes to pass? 
when the Lord has not commanded it. If God has not commanded that you have a cancer, hear me, any other report is a lie. Yes. Sometimes you need to receive the report of the doctor and shout, Liar! What did I say? <laughs> you, did, uh, you, did, you did a scan. Hey, uh, this is a scan of Mr. Kegodo. Uh, it's a scan of the abdominal scan going to the pelvic area and we can see endometriosis. When they never, the, the moment you read endometriosis, you don't, don't even wait to understand what it is. Endometriosis. You say, Liar! In the name of Jesus. After we have, we have confirmed that the tubes are blocked. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Hear me. If God never said your tubes are blocked, that report is a lie from the pit of hell. Yes. Who is he that has said a thing? And it comes to pass when the mouth of God has not said it. Let me tell you something. To a man of faith, the only truth is what God has said. Anything else, no matter who said it, is a lie. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. Give me Romans 3, 4. Give me Romans 3, 4. Certainly not, indeed, let God be true, but every man a liar. So I only categorize you as truth. If what you are saying is aligning with what God is saying concerning my life. No matter who you are, what you are saying is a lie. Now listen, this is how it gets better. Let God be true, but every man a liar. Every man means even you. You can be saying things about yourself that are not in line with the word of God. Hear me, you are lying to yourself. You can be saying, I don't think I'll ever get married. Hear me. Did God say so? No. It's a lie. Let every man be a liar. Only God be true. You can be saying the way things are. I don't think I'll make it financially. It's a lie. You are lying to yourself. Let every man be a liar. Let God be true. Can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. Hear me. When we begin to have confidence in the word of God, and begin to operate in these dimensions of faith. We are going to command results that will make people think something is not right with us. That will make people want to investigate us. Because of the force of grace that is operating in our life. Can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. A young lady entered my office the other day. Young girl, tiny girl. I mean, tiny, but she has such wonderful stories. So she came and told me, Daddy, she was going back to school from three. She told me, I want to give you, I want to tell you something. So I sat down. She gave me so many stories. I said, I told her, darling, keep quiet. I just have to pray for you. You go to school. Because there are other people that are waiting for me. She told me, okay, sit down also. I give you one more story. A tiny girl. One more story. I said, I'm giving you two minutes. You give me the story. Say, okay, right. So she told me in school, a particular girl, began to manifest demonically. And then she told me, and the father, the Catholic priest, was praying, began to pray for her. But the more the Catholic priest was praying for her, the more it was getting complicated. 
and I was watching the drama. So I asked the Catholic priest, can I help you? When I heard, can I help you? I said, you have two more minutes. <laughs> I have added two more. <laughs> the story is getting interesting. <laughs> she said, the Catholic priest said, huh? you want to help me? Okay, come. And the girl stepped majestically. When you look at the girl, you're like, majestically. <laughs> stepped majestically to where this demonized girl is. And then she told me, I did what I usually see you do. I said in the name <laughs> In the name of Jesus, I command you out. And she told me, the demon spoke back. So I said, ah, okay. So what did the demon say? She said, the demon said, you are so and so. Named her name. So I don't know. The demon said, I know you. I think it's not in the same class or something. I know you. Then she asked, how do you know me? And the demon said, you are so and so. A daughter of Pastor Dan. That she can even recognize the mantle of the pastor on a young girl. When I heard that, I said, okay, continue. I'm no longer in a hurry. So what did you do? She said, in, I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you, devil, out! And the girl was totally delivered. Hey! When I heard that, I said in my heart, somebody is understanding what we are preaching here. Somebody is understanding what we are preaching here. We are preaching walking in authority. We are preaching walking in power. We are preaching commanding financial war in the spirit. I told her because of that story, I'm giving you some, some pocket money you go to school. She earned herself some pocket money. Hallelujah. And I blessed her. And I told her, I'm giving you pocket money to go back to school to terrorize more devils. Today I declare you are a terror to devils. Yes. You are a terror to sickness and disease. Yes. You are a terror to every demonic agenda. Oh. And hear me, you are also a terror to every lie of the enemy. Yes. That lie that says you never pay your rent, you never build your house, oh. I say it's a lie. Yes. That devil that says you never get married is a lie. Some of you, the lies are in your mind. You don't say them. Every time you look at yourself in the mirror, you say, ah, ah, the nose. And you don't like yourself. Hear me. The Bible says, casting down every argument and every thought that exalts themselves above the truth of God. Hear me. You must fight the lies, even the lies you speak about yourself. Today I declare, anything that is contrary to the word of God, no matter how long it has been in your life, is a lie and it is broken in the name of Jesus. Somebody jump up on your feet and give Jesus a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah! Hey!